to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with your host, Bill Sparks. The panel members are Dave and Chris Spreaker, Bill and Jenny Sparks, Tim Oney, and Jeff Bennett. For the next two hours, Bill will be taking your calls. We'll have lots of conversation, demonstrations of products, and much more. You may reach us by calling 646 646- 876-9923 Follow the automated prompts When you're asked for a meeting ID enter 287-723-4600 When you're asked for a user ID just press pound You may also join us by downloading Zoom for your Android or iOS devices from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Bill Sparks. Well, a very, very, very good morning to you from one central Indiana, the home of the Colts, who try to see how many games they can lose in a row. Um, but other than that, we're fine. It's a Wednesday morning, and we've had a pretty, pretty busy week. Um, you would think, you would think that maybe we would take some time off after the convention, but no, both Jenny and I are hard at work on the database. She said to me last night, why do you always working on that database? Because we want to make it the best. So, I'm asking if there's any ISBVI alumni who want to be in the directory, just send me an email with your name, address, email, and date of birth or your occupation because that's going to be included in the directory. Oh, and we may call on you if we need help finding um, finding someone. So, please help out if you can. We're going to make this as thorough as possible. We're breaking you down by classes and 
all the good things on the stats that I think you'll like. Um, when Jenny gets ready to braille, she's not going to thank me for that because these are going to be so big they have to be in a, a binder or not a one. I'm sure what it's called. What are those called, Jenny? Some kind of a... Like a three-ring notebook. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be pretty big. So anyway, that's what it's going to be. And... Hopefully that's something, if you can, please help me out. Uh, I would appreciate it. Just cost you a few minutes. Just jot me an email, send it to Bill at BillSparks.org, and I'll take any um, submissions that you're willing to submit, and we'll double-check it and that kind of careful. The other thing is, on Saturday night, on our phone conference line, one of our longtime alumnus, who is quite a legendary alumnus, passed away this week, Billy Joe Combast, on Monday. And we're going to do a phone tribute to him because he loved the phone at 317-559-5425. That's 317-559-5425. So if you just want to listen, you can do that too or participate. And you really don't have to do any, push any buttons or anything, just 317-559-5425. Coming up on the show a little later in the second hour, uh, we will, um, uh, we're going to have a feature on Windows 11, maybe. So, Jenny, you take it away. Well, it's been a busy week. I have started the process of going through all the returned mail to find out why it was returned and I'm making note of that and... I sort of have one ear kind of cocked to my phone. My father is going this morning at 10 o'clock for hip replacement surgery, so hope that goes well. And That kind of stuff. So that'll keep you busy for the day, won't it? Oh, yes. But those are pretty safe surgeries, so... Anytime uh, they put you to sleep. Yeah. Well, there's always a problem when you get older, but uh, is your, your dad's in pretty good shape? Yeah, he's in pretty good shape, other than, you know, for hips, been pretty this, that, and the other. All right, let's see. Let's go to Chris and Dave in Pennsylvania. Well, we're doing fine. Things are just going along as usual. <clears throat> we are going to celebrate Donna my sister-in-law Donna's birthday tomorrow she her birthday will be this coming Monday but we'll see her tomorrow so we're going to go ahead and do it tomorrow and she has requested to go to Red Lobster for her lunch so that's what we're going to do you know we we put our flags down or do crazy things because it is National Donna Day when Donna comes everything ceases around the house there and Altoona, and I, I've heard rumors that they get a police escort to <laughs> to the restaurant of their choice. So, 
uh, Altoona comes out, all of Blair County. It's quite a day there in Altoona when it's National Donna Day. And you say, when is it? It's every other Thursday, starting at about 11 a.m. and going to about 2 p.m. For that three hours, nobody better mess with Chris and Dave. So... I don't know if we're going to do anything. I'd like to, sometime I want to go to Zimmerman's because that's a an Amish store and they have all the candied fruit and nuts that I need for fruitcake cookies for Christmas. So I don't know if we'll, we probably won't do that tomorrow, but we might do it the next time. Oh, well, tomorrow with, with the other things, you have enough to do. Poor Donna, it's your birthday and... She's going from here to there and back to here. Yeah, but she's getting presents. She'll like that. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. But I noticed you didn't deny those things happening, so it is National <laughs> Donna Day. <laughs> so oh. it, it's, it's quite a festive event in Altoona. He does exaggerate just a bit. Just a little <laughs> bit. Not much, though. Not much. Really, to tell you the truth, not much. So, anyway, why don't you hand it off to Tim? Okay. Tim, go ahead, buddy. Good morning, everyone. Um, just thought I'd mention real quick, somehow, Dropbox and in its infinite wisdom brought my countdown from last week back. Oh. And so we promoted the wrong countdown. It's 1983 this week. Oh. And it's in there, but but uh, sometimes they keep coming back. <laughs> I delete them on Thursday night at, right after the show. and It's like the thing that wouldn't leave, you know. Right. Yep. Sorry <laughs> so about like Charlie that, Charlie and the MTA, I guess. Anyway, uh, and things are going well here. We're having some some of the best weather we've had in ages. Uh, highs in the low 70s, and it's supposed to be that way today and tomorrow. But then, uh, high Friday of 44. So, so we'll see, we'll Tim. What I play next week? I thought <laughs> the trouble is when you go down through those files. There, I have to pluck out one or two, and you do every day too, and so does David Chris. These conflicted files, yep, you yep. know, and, thing. And and it was weird when you played it, Bill. That file came back as your conflicted file. So oh, <laughs> it's just—it's strange how it does. Yeah, that. and we don't know what's causing that. We don't we know, but. That's just a little inside stuff, but other than that, Tim, is everything else okay? Oh, things are going pretty good. Um, been uh, actually, well, I was, I'm supposed to go to the doctor, wait, what day is that? Friday, but I'm going to end up canceling it because the appointment is is too late for me to get home in time for when the my daughters get home. So. Yeah. I'll probably have to schedule it sometime during my show sometime in the next few weeks. But one of those yearly oh. checkup things. Yeah, I don't look forward to that. I've got to go to one in January in Naples. I'll be in Naples and I've got to go to one. I don't yeah, like them. You got to make sure you're COVID free and all that kind of stuff. 
Right. Well, other than that, boy, well, we're glad things are going well. We've saved the best for last, and I lie real well. Go ahead, Jeff. You certainly do, Bill. <laughs> I believe I get that. Everything is good. Every, <laughs> everything is good here in Albany, New York. Got a question, though. Uh, I, a little bit of a thing. I went to the Cracker Barrel, and it, they, were, they were really short-staffed, so the service wasn't as good as it used to be, and the food wasn't quite as good. But I, I get that. But what they didn't have in the gift shop that I really love, and I guess I'll have to buy them on Amazon, are those peppermint sticks. I love those peppermint sticks. They come in the in packages. I forgot how many come in the package, but they didn't have it. I, I asked my daughter, and she said they're not there. They don't have them this time. They're out of stock, they, which I've never seen happen at the Cracker Barrel. So I want those peppermint sticks to come back. But uh, I guess I'll have to be dream off the dream a little bit more to, to, or, or find them on Amazon. That's well, they'll probably come back, or Chris will probably tell you how to order them. Uh, yeah, can you do that for uh, me, Chris? Online. I would appreciate that. Yes. Or I, how to order what? The peppermint you, sticks. Yeah, are you familiar with the peppermint sticks that Cracker Barrel used to sell in oh. the gift shop, or sells in the gift shop? So they don't have them in the app anymore? The, they used I, to have all that stuff in the app. A Cracker Barrel has an app. I didn't even know that. I mean, yeah. not the app. I mean, on uh, DoorDash or Uber Eats, whatever. No, we don't have they Cracker Barrel to... here on, on DoorDash here oh. in this area. So okay, we went well. to the restaurant uh, uh, a few weeks ago. Brenna had gotten 100 on a math test, and she hates school. And so we, we took her out to dinner. And Boy. I went. Yes, I know, Bill. I went to <laughs> I went to Cracker Barrel. And we, when I check out, I, we go to the gift shop, and I found a few things. I bought the Candidale, the Mallow Cups they had. I had to, I bought two chocolate bars. I bought these circus peanuts, which I shouldn't eat. I love those things. But they didn't have the peppermint sticks. And I said to Brenna, where are they? And then Kristen said, well, they don't have them. They're, they're not here. They're, they're normally right up near the counter. So uh, maybe they just uh, are out of stock. I don't know. But I love those things. I don't know. Um, I don't know, because... but I bet we can find them for you. Maybe they can pick them up for you, Jeff. Hmm. Maybe. Go ahead, yeah, Chris. I, I love I, I was I, just going to. I was just going to say that's that's where we've always gotten stuff like that is, but we have it on Uber Eats or in, or I mean DoorDash, and they have all the candy bars and the peg games and all that. It's good that you got the Mallow Cups because they're. Made I love those. Oh, they are. I love those. They sure are. Oh, those are awesome. They're really good. Bob, uh, like we them. can find them for you, Jeff. I don't like the rock candy. Remember they sold the rock candy at the at Cracker Barrel? I don't like that. It's that just, just too much sugar and too much you rot your teeth away. I don't like that at all. So No, I don't buy those. Or I shouldn't. But anyway, Jeff, we'll see if we can't get your candy problem solved. Um, it's, not, it's not that much of a problem, Bill. I probably should be eating them, as my sister would say to me. Right. But your sister's not there. So oh, that's you can, so true. <laughs> Except when we start going video on here, then she can see you. That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I guess since we may do a special in the second hour, let's go ahead and get everybody started um, talking. So if you want to talk, raise your hand. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Oh, look what the got, cat drove in. We got the two in. hands and we got the look what the cat drove in here. I guess we all have to start with Bill out in um, um, in uh, uh, Chicago. Go ahead, Bill. Unmute yourself, please. It's all going to go downhill from here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, okay. Hey, Jeff. Bill, everybody. Uh, yeah, I'm going. We got about 70 degrees here today. Friday was supposed to get rain in the evening. Saturday was supposed to get rain all day. We'll be in the 70s. And the reason I get in early 
I'll probably just drop out about five minutes of ten your time. I got to go get my booster shot and do some other stuff. So. Oh, there you I'm go. I know ahead of time, so if I just drop out, you'll know where I went. We'll go. No, it's not because of, it's not because I was mad at Jeff. I had something to do. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, believe me, there are a lot more people well, that are mad at me than you might, you might think, Bill, sometimes. Trust trust me, Bill. <laughs> trust me, Bill, if you hear on your way oh, out, no, you'll know you, why. Oh, you when I drop out? Yeah, okay. you'll know why. So. I'll, listen, I'll, listen, I'll listen for that on the recording later on. Yeah, you know. don't take it personal. You know, don't take it personal. It's just a celebration. So how are you uh, doing otherwise? I'm doing okay. I got a little sore back for some reason. I don't know what I did. I must have lifted something. Would you like me to? Would you like me to walk on your back, Bill? No, though you'd never be able to walk again if I did that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I don't. It's it, it, it's not as bad as it was, but boy, a couple what, days ago, the it was like man, appropriate answer walk. to that would be no. That's right. right. I know that. Right. I know that. By the way, I was. You got to be crazy with like me, but I must have a lot on my mind, or a lot. Or I'm, I'm very bored. But I was doing some research on people from, uh, you know, uh, and I was doing a lookup on Red Skelton. I didn't know right. that Red Skelton was born in Vincennes, Indiana. Right. Oh, yeah, right. Sure, sure. Uh-huh. And also, um, Phil Harris was from Indiana. I forget what town it was. It wasn't Vincennes, but he was from Indiana. You know, Phil Harris on the... On the uh, yeah, Phil Harris and band. Alice Facio, yes, on the right, old-time right, radio, right. brought to you by Rep. Yeah. Right, brought yeah, to you by Rep. And the other thing I, I, I was looking up, I was looking up, I found, and maybe we'll put this on all things radio, guys. If I tell you a name of someone, and, and I know we got two hands, but just quickly, his name is Richard Beals or, Dickie, or Dick Beals. Do you guys know who he is? I know the name. Right. He was the guy that I, played a Little Children, like Walter Tetley, on... Uh, on the on 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 the uh, uh, Phil Harris Alice oh, Faye show, and he played the right, voice right, of right. Davy in the Davy and Goliath TV show. He played cartoon voices. He played on all time radio. He played he played in Gunsmoke if it was a child character. Um, right. I heard a demo of him, and he was doing the demo of what he does. Uh, this was probably done in the '60s because it was uh, stuff of the Funny Company cartoons and the Frankenstein cartoons or whatever. And it was just a very interesting demo that he put together. It was a six-minute demo of, of of the voice work that he's done. So you might find it kind of interesting. So maybe I'll take that and put that into Monterey Radio segments on All Things Radio. Yeah, uh, Bill. Bill, I don't think was at at school at ISB at that time, but we had. Um, oh man, I lost the name. Senior moment. The guy who does Porky Pig, Bugs Bunny, and all of them. Mel Blanc. Uh, Mo Blanc, he, he appeared at school one day. We used to have a convocation or a assembly oh, yeah. on Wednesdays, and he appeared there one day. He, he was brought in as a guest, right? Yeah. He was in, in Indianapolis for some reason. I don't know why, but... We used he, to get a lot of famous that. people there. Right. So... Oh, yeah, we had like Fred Lowry, the Whistler, and we had a whole bunch, whole bunch of people. I can, I, real quick, I remember the first time it was in the early 50s, probably uh, mid-50s, Transistor Radio first came out, and they had a guy from, I think it was RCA, come out, and he was demonstrating the radio. He said, okay, now we'll turn the radio on. He put the mic near the radio, and you hear the switch go click. He said, now we got to wait for those old tubes to warm up. So you waited, and finally the radio played, you know, in about 15, 20 seconds. Well, then he said, now we're gonna, I'm going to show you this new invention of transistors. And he said, how much difference does it make? He puts the thing down, the mic down with a little radio. Which goes click, no, 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 no. Got music instantly. Everybody yells, "I want one of those." <laughs> yeah, there you go. Very good, Bill. 
All right. Catch you guys later. All right. All right. Happy shot day. Who's next? Next on our, our list is Joe Sorensen out in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Go ahead and unmute yourself, Joe. Hello. Good morning around the world here on, on the coffee club. 44 degrees here at Albuquerque. Clear skies are talking about clouds today. Up to 66, down to 44. And maybe you didn't notice, but yesterday on Sirius XM Radio, Christmas music started. Oh, what fun. And what I like is is all the variety that's there. Oh, it's fantastic. And I did a little bit of jazz Christmas last night and some other stuff. And this morning, holiday pop, and there was a little bit of Handel Messiah, and oh, wow. Anyway, that's kind of the latest around here. Good Sounds morning. good. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Jeff. Oh, no, go ahead, Ellen. Good morning, everybody. And, um, well, look, you know, we're doing pretty good around here. I got um, to go get some prescriptions at the pharmacy today, but uh, other than that, you know, we're doing, doing pretty good. Just a normal Wednesday for us. Well, very good, Ellen. I'm glad to hear you and Joe um, each and every week. And we know our world's right when you're in it. So, oh, thank you. That, oh, there you go. <laughs> that's, that's a good thing. That is a good thing, yeah. Right. It means we're all spinning. So that's a good thing. If we can just get through the next full uh, snap that's coming up, otherwise, we'll be all right. That's good. And enjoy, and you're enjoying yourself, uh, Ellen and Joe. I guess you, you guys are doing yeah. okay. Oh yeah. And we, we, they finally turned on our heat too, which was great because you know mm. the, the interesting thing they turned on our heat on Halloween evening at about eight <laughs> thirty. Well, now you have heat. Yes, and it's nice. Yeah, that's good that you have heat. Stay warm though. Oh yeah. No, oh, definitely. As much as we can. All right. Be careful. Oh yeah. All right. Always. All right. And Jeff, before we get going further, anybody interested in saving a little bit money between now and the end of the month, if you've never been a, what is it called, a Walmart Plus shopper, where you can get any amount of groceries and free shipping from Walmart, anything you order from Walmart. It's not that I'm pushing them. It's just that it's on sale at half price between, I think, now and around uh, Black Friday or thereabouts. And you can get it for $49 this month. So that's a savings now it'll go back to the regular price the, the year after. But right now, it will be $49. So, you know, if that's something that you might be interested, go to walmart.com and check that out. Or if you have tech tidbits, uh, David Goldfield sent some information about it. So I thought I'd just get that in there real quick while I was thinking of it. So go ahead with the phone calls, Jeff. All right, Gail, can you unmute yourself? And after Gail, will be Beth Moline. Go ahead, Gail, unmute yourself. Alt-A on the keyboard. Hopefully I'm unmuted. You are. Go ahead. Uh, everything is going well here. You were mentioning Mel Blank. I loved the the Bugs Bunny stuff, stuff like that. Um, Mel Blanc. I also heard it said that he was allergic to carrots. So when he did the thing with the Bugs Bunny with the carrots, 
he had to spit them out right away. I guess he was. He didn't sick. like he didn't like carrots. That's correct. He he did not like them. I thought he was allergic to them. Well, maybe I don't know. I I heard two I stories on that, but yes. Uh, I was just kind of curious about that, and uh, like I said, everything's going well. Wendy was here this morning. Everything went well. We're still waiting. We're still waiting on the new management that should be coming in in January, I guess. I don't know too much else otherwise. Uh, but that's about all that's going on with me right now. And I hope everyone has a good day. And uh, like I tell everyone sometimes, don't do anything I wouldn't do. We'll try not to. And thank you, Gail. Thank and, you much. Thank right. you, Gail. Okay, the next, next, on, next on our list is Beth Moline out there in Minnesota as well. Go ahead, Beth. Unmute yourself, please. Okay, I'm unmuted now, I guess. Yep, you're on yep. mute. Go ahead. Good. Good morning, everyone. I've been the last couple of days. I had well yesterday. I I kind of had a scare. Um, I was I was supposed to go to my. Well, I made it to my counseling appointment. Everything went wonderfully there, but I had a different transportation company taking me than the one that I had originally scheduled with with Medica with provider ride and unfortunately they they scheduled me with this company and something was telling me not to go with that particular company over the last few months not to even request them and i really i found out afterwards why because the driver i had on the way home he was listening to something and i asked him if it was the radio he was actually listening to he was participating in a webinar on the on his iphone whatever phone he had uh well driving on the freeway and i'm thinking i never felt so glad to be at home i mean he was talking in his language and there were other people talking on there in that same language and i'm thinking oh no i'm, I'm just hoping i can eventually let someone know well i did report that once i got home i called the provider right and reported it right away because they were saying distracted driving is a no-no where i come from and i said that's what i say too i never felt so much so relieved as i did yesterday when i got back home here it was i felt really good that i got back home safely but everything worked out okay, right, Beth? You got home you know, safely and everything? Yeah, I did, but I still, I, I feel bad that I had to report that, but I did actually ask Provider Ride to put in a request that they never send that particular transportation company, that they never schedule me with them again, because I know, I, I try not to normally go on first impressions, but in this case, I almost had to. And it took a long time for the driver to get to to where I was. He was getting doing all kinds of twists and turns. I don't. It, it took him a long time for to pick me up yesterday morning. So I didn't know what to think about that either. Well, he was using his GPS probably, and even though you couldn't understand it, the GPS might have been talking in his language. Well, I actually understood the GPS. But um, it, it was actually talking in English, and it was very clear English, so that was a good thing, just normal, what I mean, just as clear as you and I are right now, Jeff. But, um, I mean, this was on the way to my building here where when he was supposed to pick me up, and I was waiting and waiting and waiting. And so I'm glad that I 
actually was able to do what I knew I needed to do afterwards when I got home. And I, I do feel better about that. And now I'm thinking, I'm hoping it's today that we're supposed to hear that we're supposed to be doing our universal yums because I always like that. That'll be something to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, I will tell you probably going forward that you're going to get more and more and more of the non-English drivers because it happens with Uber and Lyft all the time now is because they're working and doing the job when a lot of people that could speak English may or may not be working. So it's it's just the way things are now and those people are willing to work and some people are not right but this guy doing those webinars while driving i mean while being on the freeway that could have someone could have got it hurt or killed or worse of that if there's anything unfortunately it's a double-edged sword i report an uber Uber driver for uh using his cell phone like that and uh then when he got me again for a fare, he didn't want to pick me up anymore, so he canceled the fare on me. So you, you, you've got a double-edged sword when you do that kind of stuff. And you know, I mean, you're right. You're right about that too. So it is a double-edged sword. I know someone who does that all the time, and uh, you know, it, 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 and I, I get it. You're not supposed to be using a cell phone when you're driving, but people do. Everyone does it. I mean, my sister does. It. Everyone does it. Everyone uses the cell phone. Every, although my although my sister will tell you that she and she does. She uses it hands-free. Okay? Yeah. And and I agree with you, Beth. I know I understand what you're saying, but I learned that as someone who can't see, has to depend on some on these people. Um, uh, you may get someone who will retaliate against you, and then you, then I'm stuck if I have to go somewhere, and then they cancel the ride. Then I, then I'm gonna be late because they canceled the ride on me because he he figured I was the one that reported them. So you have to you have to be able to you have to be willing to put up with that stuff. Right. All right. Thank you, Beth. Yeah, you all have a nice day. Hey, you too. All right, next on the list is, I believe, let me check it, Julie. iPhone Julie, come on, I'll, unmute yourself, please. Hi. Well, I don't like carrots either, and it's too bad. Maybe they had them back then, but maybe they didn't. One Easter, my Virginia brought me a chocolate carrot. <laughs> well, now I could deal with that, Julie. Yeah, I could too, <laughs> and I did. Uh, but, you know, it's too bad they maybe didn't have those at, that, at the time that Mel Blank was being Bugs Bunny and had to do the carrots. <laughs> well, he certainly put up with a lot. Um, you know, people people don't remember, but back in the early 60s, when they, I think it was like like 61, he was involved in a very serious car accident. And he almost lost his his life. And it was, it was, a, it was a miracle that he was able to recover from it. So... And he, you know, he taught. He lost his memory for a while, and every, everything else. So it was just uh, incredible. He, he was a, a talent that uh, you don't see many people who can do as many voices as he can. His son can, um, yeah. But he really was. He really was the king of voice of voice uh, work, and got a lot yeah. of work in doing a lot of different voices. Yes. Yeah. He was the first voice of Woody Wood, Woody Woodpecker <sighs> until. Until he left and went to Warner Brothers and Walter Lance, who, who produced the Woody Woodpecker show, had his wife do the voice of Woody Woodpecker. So I remember that. Uh-huh. So everything else going OK for you, Julie? Oh, not really, but we're working on it. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Is your technology working? Uh, so far, I had a little glitch trying to get in here today. Uh, Did you? Yeah, but I, but I mean, it wasn't with you folks, though. It was with my end, but. 
but yeah, I, I figured it out and got in. I got my uh, humanware, not humanware, but my hymns six mini going again. They I sent it back to the factory and they sent it right back. The uh-huh. speaker had quit working on it, but now it's working. So, well, that's it's, good. It's back working again. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So, hopefully, they'll come out with some more updates soon. And yeah, well, some, I had one I think a week or two ago, an update. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, and that that helps out. So. Yes, it does. That's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. So, but um. Still hanging in here with our stuff, but anything else you got on your mind? Um, not not right now. It would, but you I mean, can I, come back. It would be pleasant because you know because of some things that are going on around here. But but yeah, we're going to try to take care of it. All right. All right. Thank be you. Right bye bye. Thank you, Julie. Bye. And we have Bob out there in. Uh, always forget where he is. Uh, Michigan. Go ahead, Bob. Michigan. Unmute yourself, Bob. Please. Star six to Good unmute yourself. Morning. There you go. Uh, speaking of transportation, uh, last week I signed up for GoGo Grandparent, and then I took an Amtrak train to Chicago. I got a ride for that, but I took an Amtrak train to Chicago and a suburban train to a western suburb, and when I reached the western suburb, I called, and they said that they don't go to train stations, and I said, well, gee, I, was, I wish I'd have known that, so I had to call a cab anyway and wait for it over an hour for it, but... I didn't know that GoGo Grandparent does not go to train stations. I didn't know that either. Of course, I haven't used them, but I didn't know they wouldn't go to a train station. Maybe since you've got the new Shell Classic 2, I think you've got one of those now. Maybe they'll put an Uber or a Lyft app on there where you can just call and make your you know, get it so you can have a ride to to make one of those rides. I would think that that would that would be a great thing for a Shell Two user. How are you doing with that phone, by the way? Quite uh, good, thank you. Quite I'm good. Still, still learning it, but doing good. What's your especially favorite? with the Alexa with the Alexa app, especially. Yeah, because you can tell it to open this or do that or listen to a radio station. Check uh, all the sports. You know, and and that makes it nice. And the battery life is decent on it, too, it's, isn't it? It's really good. And so you like it pretty good. Now, if they could, I do. If they could get the ability so that you could call an Uber or Lyft, and I don't foresee that being a problem and maybe the ability to download and listen to your bard books i would think that would be a natural for that because you can do audible on there now so i would yeah i haven't tried that yet yeah i would think that would would be a good thing uh typing might be an issue but you can dictate on the phone so um, you know those kind of things. So they've the email. I love the email feature. It really is good. Oh, so you can get your own email now. Yes. Have you ever sent an email? I haven't yet. No. Right, but you could. And did you have a good time right. in Chicago, Bob? 
Oh, I did. We went. I went to a convention, and it was very good. And this weekend, I have another convention here in Michigan. So, so you're just keeping you're just keeping quite busy, aren't you? <laughs> At this time, I am. Could I say something about Dick Beals also? Yes. because he, he's um, one of my favorite uh, character voices. Well, I think he was born near Detroit, and he did some Lone Ranger. Before he went to the West Coast, he did, well, he went to Michigan State, but he did some Lone Rangers. You'll find him on a few 1949 or 1950 Lone Rangers. And then one of the things, he, he always wanted to be a sportscaster, but, uh, uh, do play-by-play sports, but they wouldn't let him do it. But finally... Near the end of his life, he got to do some minor league baseball. So, yeah, and and he had a he had a thing like Walter Tetley. His voice never changed. Okay, right. And uh, but yeah. but he he made the most of it, and he talked about this in his demo. And I'll play that on all things radio sometime. Bob is that he talked about it being an actor, and he says when you bring I I'm an actor, and I work hard, and I am a perfectionist essentially of at what I do, and I try to give I give the my clients the best that I can do. And uh, this demo has him doing the Alka-Seltzer commercials, the speedy Alka-Seltzer. Right. So he, yeah. he I, I learned about him. And, and, and I guess the reason I learned about him, Bob, is because I said to my dad, well, who is that guy that does speedy Alka-Seltzer? And he says, well, you know what, Jeff? And I was seven years old at the time. We're going to go to the library, you and I, and we're going to look it up in the reference section. And wouldn't you know it? He read me the article on Dick Beals from, uh, I guess it was, it was the encyclopedia, one of the, one of the one of the periodicals there. So that's what that's how I learned about Dick Beals. He says, if you want to learn something, go to the library, and we did. Good stuff, yep. Jeff. Have a good day, everyone. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Bob. And well, that's strange. They wouldn't go to train stations. I wonder why that. Wonder I, why. Never heard of that. Mm. I never heard of that. I never heard of that. Do we have anybody else in the queue? No, we have no one in the queue, so if anyone wants to raise their hand, they're welcome to do so. And um... and Tim, I just got a message, but I couldn't transcribe it, from an 865, and we'll take Gary's call. So you might want to check that out if you can run it through your filter real quick. And by the way, I'm getting uh, mail back again. Go ahead, Chris. I know you were... And, and we do have a hand raised from Oh, Gary. I was just going to say it's... Betty, and she had a question, but I couldn't understand what it was. Yeah, I wouldn't transcribe. So, Tim, you might want to prepare it, and we'll put it on the air. Do you want me to bring Gary in? For, uh, for yeah. Okay, Gary, can you unmute yourself, please, and hope you're feeling better, Gary. Well, apologies for the landscape um, equipment here, but I just wanted to say good morning to everybody and all that. Yeah. Well, you still sound like you're a little under the weather. Are you feeling any better? Oh, yeah. I'm I'm a lot better than I was. Can you whip Uh, a cat yet? (laughs) Uh, No, I've I've been nice to all cats. Since there's been no cats coming through. Yeah, that's the old expression. If you feel well enough to whip a cat, then you're okay. Did you have to whip did you have to see a doctor at some point for this whole thing? No, I didn't feel good enough to go to a doctor. I just stayed in bed and drank cough syrup and ate cough, uh, you know, capsules and call you all that. So ate a lot of soup, vitamin C. That- well, yeah, I had that last year. <laughs> it was so. the second worst sickness I've ever had in my life. 
Jenny gave me something, and I said the tea was here. Have a glass of this. This tea is sideways. I knew I was going crazy. Did the friend get sick as well? Oh yeah, yeah. We both had. Oh. Well, I'm glad you're feeling Not better. And I know you're, it's affecting your voice still, but I know that's going to come back at some point. So uh, you just take care of yourself. Oh, I will. I will. Yeah. But that's all I wanted to say. I just want to say hi. Right. I hadn't been here in a few weeks, and I wanted to stick my mug in the place. You just did it. And Tim, are you still with us? If Tim's not there, then I'll think. Oh. Um, Yeah. But I'm not quite ready yet. Okay. She's doing, bringing Betty in. Um, I finally got my email halfway fixed, and they updated, and and now I can get all my requests again. Yay, raw, yay. And Jenny's been having a problem with Thunderbird, too. It went off on a wrong version, and really 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 messed up but it's working again so I got that fixed so that's a good thing to get that um, fixed again and we're waiting we're going to get Betty's contribution sometimes maybe if there's background noise I'm just saying maybe if that's one of the possibilities sometimes the transcriber just doesn't transcribe it to so that we can play it over there so then we've got to do a little bit of doctoring around to it to to make it come up and so the work so that you guys can hear it right there over the air and we're all we're all caught up by the way Bill, just oh, we're all caught up on the calls and that's good it's unusual it's, it's God, unusual it it's unusual it didn't feel like we're we're doing our our job so well if we don't have this many callers no real update in the technology this week no real no I didn't real. see anything that was super spectacular but uh and you and you follow the same list I do. Yeah, about the Walmart, and I saw. Um, no, I've never used Walmart, but I know here in Albany they use DoorDash to do their deliveries. Well, they do. Business. It doesn't matter to me as long as they get the stuff. But if you're really interested in saving some serious money on all of the products that you might want, they're pretty good about that. They'll save you money, and they'll have stuff that other places do not have. Chris, like, you talked about before the meeting about Walmart making themselves a lot more accessible on the iPhone. Can you can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's been pretty easy to shop there for a while, for the most part. But now, after you place your order, you can go back into um, whatever day it says your order's coming. You can double tap on that. Then you can go to, um, I think it says, edit substitutions. And you can go down through each of your things and at the, it'll say like, it'll have your item number and it'll have how many is in the order and it'll have the price. But then you come to a thing that says, if this item is not available, uh, best choice or something and then if you swipe one more time you get to 
edit substitution and it's the edit substitution for each product you can go in and it'll say like one of five two of five or one of three it'll have the suggestions and you tap on the one you want and then you go down to save at the bottom and that way you can choose um, maybe you don't want them picking out your substitutions I know one time I got was supposed to get zero Dr. Pepper and they substituted zero Dr. Pepper cream soda and I hate cream soda Ooh, so I now you that. can that choose have, your substitutions can you also say no substitute let's say I'm, I'm I, yeah I, you can a, say refund okay you can say refund like, like Instacart yeah mm-hmm. it's really nice now I've been complaining to them about that off and on and they always say well you can you can always start a return but then you got to get it picked up or take it to the store or whatever this is nice i saw it this morning for the first time by the way i was at walmart with brenna my daughter and uh we were there just because she was looking for something and you know what the they really cut back on the amount of cashews there they really want you to use their self-checkout so um, if you're going to be going there, yet you might be waiting in line for someone to help you because uh, I don't know if a blind person can use that self-checkout system very well. Um, I kind of doubt it. I tried it. I, I mean, I could put it on the thing. And oh, it well, got... you can put. Yeah, and you can scan it. And uh, and of course, I, I like to watch all these courtroom proceedings on the internet. And one of the things that people are trying to do is they call it skip scanning, where they where they scan an item, where they, where they don't scan an item and put it in the in the bag, uh, but their Walmart is vigorously prosecuting that kind of thing. So there's usually happens. somebody around, usually of watching yes. over. And the, everything you do when you're checking out with those automated checkout systems is videotaped. They have a they have a videotape going on or video camera system going on all over the store. So they, well, they really do know. There's usually somebody around because lots of times they don't. Always scan the, the right product the right way, or it's not the same weight, or whatever, and then you have to get somebody to help you do it. Cause or it won't take your card or something. Or sometimes they have the the barcode won't put the price in properly or something like that, and you got to get someone to help you out with that sometimes. So you know that that can be an issue. Oh yeah, if you bought it on sale, it may not have the sale price in the barcode. Well. I guess we can try this and see. Maybe you guys can help me figure this out. <laughs> well, go ahead, play it, Tim. Here we go. Sorry, uh, <laughs> I don't know why that was so muffled. But I'll be true with you. I didn't, and I I don't mean to offend anyone. But I didn't understand a word of that. I didn't get it either. I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened there, but it was really. <laughs> if somebody could do a demo or something, I thought she said. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Anyway, Betty, if I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like she's having trouble with her voice and also maybe the phone. Well, I think it's, yeah, it's mostly the phone. It's really muffled. Yeah. 
I better clap for Bill <laughs> Lesha just left the meeting. But Betty Wood, if you can call that back in, we'll be glad to try to see if we can pull that out because our our concern is to try to help you. But I will do a demo if we can of some whatever you know you might want us to do because we're glad to do that and to do that for you. I just couldn't. Of course, with my hearing aid gone, I'm not sure I heal or heal as well as I used to. I took that hearing aid and put it on another thing, and it's still not going. So it's either a bad adapt, a bad charger, or the batteries went bad in the hearing aid. So I'm not your grand champion here right now. So... Um, I've got it saved here too, but Tim, I don't think it's going to be better on mine than it is yours. You know, we'll try to do that. If anybody else wants to call in and make comments, 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. Press option one and you can speak away and then we'll play your comment. We have been using in the past the call-in studio, but they seem to have done something with their accessibility. So we don't want to do that so much if we can help it. And, of course, you can call in on Zoom as well if you'd like. Right. And that phone number is 646-876-9923. That's... 646-876-9923. Six four six eight seven six nine nine two three. Type in the code two eight seven seven two three four six zero zero, and then when prompted, tap the pound key twice, and you're in the room. So that may be too many numbers to uh, remember. If anybody's never called in before, never been on the program, feel free to either a raise your hand or b, you know. Call in one of the ways, and we'll be glad to glad to talk to you. And so, what's for lunch today, Chris? Well, I think for lunch today, I made um, grilled pork chops and potatoes and stuff yesterday. So, I think today we're just going to order McDonald's. McDonald's, the all-American meal. Are you going to get a McRib? I'm debating. I might. I'm not sure yet. You'll have uh, like till you'll have till no you'll have till November twentieth to get them. I might have to get one because I don't. We don't order from McDonald's all that often, so they they say this time really is the last time they're coming back. That's too bad. I love uh, that was one of my favorite things on the oh, menu, and I wish, I wish they had them full time because I I definitely enjoyed I definitely enjoyed the McRib sandwich. I have to tell you that. Um, oh, they also have at least in our area. If you like bagels, they have a bagel sandwich for breakfast. Um, uh, but that's also on a limited run as well. Why do they bring these things on limited runs? Just either bring it or don't. Is uh, it? I, uh, I normally don't get breakfast at McDonald's too much, but uh, I don't know. Well, because they they they're teasing people, and they they know that if people buy it on a limited run, they'll come back again to buy what what else they have, whatever else they have as well. So, I guess I don't know, but. Uh, 
I don't know. I, once I get these groceries in, I'll cook. But we found a place on our order thing. And, Connie, if you want to talk, just raise your hand at any time because I'm just rambling. It's called the steer end, and Jackie likes it because they have chicken livers and Ugh. her two favorite kinds of mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes and mashed potatoes. Um, so, but you can get a wide variety of other things there. And she loves chicken livers and the fried chicken. They've got regular chicken, Nashville chicken, I guess, is a popular thing, a popular thing now. It's a very popular thing right now. What is Nashville chicken? Yeah, Nashville chicken is kind of a hot-flavored chicken, I think. Uh, I thought, this guy's not going to be shy. And Gary Keeter has, okay, has raised his hands again. Unmute yourself, Gary. Yeah, I just wanted to say, Bill, I'm with you there about bringing those things on for a limited time. Uh, Wendy's used to have a great fish sandwich. They bring out every Lent, and it was great. I thought, yeah. Man, I wish I could get this all the time. It'd be wonderful. And then they wonder why their business goes in the tank. But they all do it. I, just, I know. Stop I like it. their I like their frosties. I could eat frosties all day long, but <laughs> I'm healthy for you. But I love them. I know. I know. Yeah. But I could try that fish sandwich. Did it have any tartar sauce on it or anything? Is yeah, it was, it was a good fish sandwich. It just had regular, you know, typical, you know, stuff: lettuce, lettuce, tomato, cheese, get cheese on it, and uh, you know, but they would do it every Lent, and. Uh, you know, we'd get it at least, you know, several times when we, you know, during that time. Are there restaurants? Well, we talked about this years ago on the coffee club. There are restaurants I wish were back in, in service again. Like Lums was really good. And, um, you know, I, I really enjoyed that place. They had the hot dog steamed in beer and they had great hamburgers and, and, and all kinds of meals. But they had they had their beer right on tap. It was just a great place to go at one time. That sounds good. Yeah. Well, they used to have those kind of places. Hey, anybody else in thanks, Gary. Anybody else want to say anything? The new people like we've Connie. We've got Scott or Edwards Scott. from Arizona here. And we got Scott and we've got Connie. Just alt water unmute yourself. What is it, Jeff? Well, oh, okay. Um, uh, a bit of tech news uh, you may have overlooked if you I found out about it. I never miss it. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, well, there's a new in the uh, in the not the blind shell, but the Smart Vision series. There's a Smart Vision three out. Uh, I'm not sure what the differences are between the one and the two, but my understanding with the Smart Vision compared to the blind shell is that Smart Vision gives you is a more open platform in that it gives you access to the uh, Google Play Store. In other words, it's Android-based, and it gives you addition to the Play Store, which opens things like like Bard and other things. I think they they may be working on adding it to the... adding Bard to the blind shell, but, but I mean, with this... With, a, with with access to the Play Store, you have you have complete access, you know, or other apps that 
not necessarily, you know, they, you don't have to wait for them to to be available like you do on the Blade Show. Scott, we so, haven't heard from you in the dog's age. What, what, what's been happening with you? Well, not a whole lot. Uh, my sister went in for hip replacement surgery yesterday, and she's due back home today. But you mentioned hip replacement; she went in for that yesterday. So, are you going to take care of all? The, are you going to take care of all the dogs, Cus Scott? I know you guys have a father. Uh, no, we got no. We got my uh, my half, his younger half brother of mine, and his kids are living with us. And, we, and of course, my brother-in-law and my, my sister's husband. The, so they all manage that. You know, that'll be a topic for another time, not yours specifically, but how families are combining up because of prices and whatever to live together. But what's your what's your newest piece of tech before we go to the raised hands? Oh, newest. Well, tried to think nothing that I've recently gotten, although I'm, although I'm really seriously uh, planning on getting the lyric reading machine available from uh, various sources of different vendors and such. Yeah, I know, about Dream th- Vision, I know a place called Dream Vision sells it, some other places. About 2000 bucks for that thing, isn't it? Well, for the you know for the machine itself, I think it's like 1800 and then the key, there's an additional remote keypad that you can, it's optional, add-on type thing. And it scans real well, yeah. and it's portable. Yeah, though. I understand it does. Maybe when you get it, we can do a demo. Um, yeah, talk about sure. the demo of it right on here. And I've, I've heard various demos of it before. So if you want to do some quick flat-out scanning and maybe glasses or those things, other things may not be your forte, this oh, would yeah. be. You know. Vision glasses, someone else. You know, someone, I know a lot of people have them, Bill. You could, someone can do that. I, I've talked to some people, but they oh, can't afford. Oh, didn't y'all have a demo? Didn't y'all have a demo a few weeks ago? Yes. Let Chris and Dave do one. Yeah, they yeah, did one, did. and Jonathan Mosin has done one. So, oh, yeah. uh, he did a really long one. Yeah, he, I mean it was quite in depps. And he does that. He does thorough, thorough, uh, whatever. So, but God keep right on teching. And oh. I hope things keep going well for you, and I'll keep you posted with anything I hear or get. I think my latest is my hymns, many that went out, but it's back now, so um, they're out there. And I got that one Braille display like you like, the Mantis. Oh, yeah, You've, still got that. That's going, that's still going strong. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, good device, and... And we'll be talking about more scanning in other ways, and and we're we're open to the blind shell, or and we'll check out this Envision three. But as I recall, it was quite a bit more expensive than the blind shell two, maybe a, to the tune of up to thirteen hundred dollars. But I could be inaccurate on that because uh, there's also something called pocket something or other. So, hey, voice right. They're going to find that. Yeah. You'll find that since the Blind Shell Classic 2 has had success, other people are going to try to imitate it and jump on yeah. it and do it better. Well, so, Scott, take, choice. Right. Choice means better price. So, 
Scott, you take care of yourself, your wife, and everything. That's all right. All right. That's Thank all you. Great Thank stuff. Thank you, Scott. We have Connie out in, is it Arizona? Where no, she no, is. no. Connie is in Kalamazoo. Oh, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Connie, can you unmute yourself, please? And then, I wish she was in Arizona. Uh, okay, she must be having some problems, but. Yeah. Okay, we have iPhone Julie, 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 do you love me, McCullough? Go ahead, iPhone Julie, unmute yourself, please. Oh, sure. Anyway. <laughs> I'm um, sorry, have, Julie, just kidding you. I have kind of a, a funny, odd little story about the lyric. Um, I have a lyric. I'm trying to learn how to use it. I can get some stuff scanned once in a while. Anyway, we got a notice last week, and um, it was the kind of notice that usually they just put under the door or something. But they actually knocked on the door and handed it to me. And um, so I I asked Ralph um, about it, and I said, is it just a regular, it was a bug notice, is it just a regular one, or is this a special one? He said, oh, it's just a regular one, it's going to be the 27th. And so I didn't think any more about it, but in the night I got to thinking about it, because... Um, you know, usually they just put it under the door and they knocked on the door and, and handed it to me. And I thought that was a little interesting. So I happened to know where that little piece of paper was. So I put it on the lyric and it said that they were coming on the 24th. Well, the 24th was, you know, after they had, you know, it had already been the 24th. So I thought, okay, I don't have this lined up quite right. So I tried again. And it said the 29th, which was a Saturday, which is, you know, was last Saturday. And I thought, well, that's not very likely that they'd come on a Saturday. But the rest of the information was clear in both readings that we needed to clear out our cabinets under the sinks in the bathroom and the kitchen. And so I said, well, Ralph, you know, what's the deal with this? I read it once and it said the 24th and I read it a second time and it was the 29th. But all the rest of the information was still the same. And he said, well, they had originally written the 21st and had marked it out and put the 27th. And so that was, they just wrote over it. So the 27th has come and gone. It has by now, yes. So and we, so we've had our, our treatment. Um, but, um, you know, it, 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 it can read handwriting, but that was kind of confusing for it. Because I said, you know, I didn't get either the 21st or the 27th out of it. But um, so, you know, that. but aside from that, it's just excellent. But that was just kind of a funny little thing that happened to me with it. Well, it's funny because I've been looking at return mail from the, from the post office and my scanner will not read the the information where it says that it was returned and why it was returned or whatever. But my phone will. Oh, that's interesting. That's yeah. funny. That that lookout program will read printed writing, or if something went over it, it will read that. But a scanner will not read it. Yeah. So, go figure. I mean, I know yeah. you need both. You know what I mean. But it yeah. will not will not read it at all. And so, you know, when they come in and they do those kind of treatments, um. I had a, f- a couple friends, and they had that done. And they expect that stuff to be cleaned out so they can they can go in and do it. And it's not a lot of fun. 
No, but we didn't have to be the do the kind of cleanup that we had to last year. Last year it was all the drawers and and cupboards and everything in the kitchen and bathroom. And this time it was just the unthink ones. So that was that a was big good. Relief. Did they tell yeah. you what they're spraying for, Julie? Roaches. Roaches. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm familiar with them. Let me tell you. And you now know. I understand we have bed bugs in three apartments. Oh. Well, you talk about spraying what they're going to do next. Oh, you had a pro- you you dealt with them a few years ago, Bill. I remember when you told me about that. <laughs> I tell you what, I came back from there, and I went to my doctor's office the next day. I never saw a doctor laugh so hard. I said, I take this quite seriously. He just laughed all the harder. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "You got to be careful where you go, young man." <laughs> and so, uh, he thought it was funny. Now, time took care of it, but still, it wasn't funny at the time. But it was he rather thought itchy, it was, wasn't it? What? It was rather itchy, wasn't it? Yes, it was. And you know, but. I guess this happens a lot with apartment complexes. It's just not you personally, but it can happen. I know somebody went to move somebody and they had to haul the microwave and all the stuff because the had gotten so broaches had gotten so bad in in some of the appliances. Oh my god. Oh. It happens, you know. My grandmother was in a nursing home back in the seven. Back when, when, when was it? I'm trying to think here. Yeah, back in the um, let's see, uh, well, whatever, eighties. Um, and uh, as she said, well, you know, I'm 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 getting ill, and and would you like my TV set? And I didn't want to say anything to her, but I said, but I said to my mom, I don't want her TV set because I was living in Syracuse at the time. Because I, I said because this nursing home was invaded with roaches. I don't want them in my apartment, and they live in and they live in the electronics. And she agreed with me, so I never took the TV set. So it, it, it happens. Well, I, uh, last night there are two women in two apartments, and one of them kind of takes care of the other one, but they don't live together uh, now anyway. And so. Uh, and their apartments are two of the apartments that have them. And um, so then she came over and sat on the arm of my chair, one of them, and tried to get as close to me as she could. And, you know, we don't have much of a manager. So I called her and I said, you know, I'm, I'm really glad you came to the meeting. But I said, is it true what somebody had said? And she said, yes, uh, but it was. And I think these, I, you know, and I said, you have to, I said, in some buildings, the protocol is you are not to be running around in the building. And they, you know, we've asked them to come to meetings many times and they haven't. And so they came this time. Oh, well, we've been spraying for them. And, and the other one had ordered this spray that cost $49. And that seems to work pretty good. And I said, did you report it to management? Well, we reported to the pest control people, and, and they weren't equipped to do that, but, you know, they would make sure that we got somebody who could deal with it. They've just been going to a laundromat and washing their clothes in hot water, but, you know, those can spread in the laundromats, and people can take their clothes. And um, so, you know, it kind of sounded like for having been nurses, they really don't know that much. Oh, well, and she hadn't seen one for a week or two, and I said, 
And she said, oh, we didn't have any, any on our clothes. We checked each other before we went into the meeting. And I said, well, I'll bet you didn't check each other's shoes. All I can say is, I hope you win the lottery. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> And you can move. You can order a special truck, and they'll come and move you. Yeah, just don't watch Hoarding Buried Alive, and you'll you'll know. Never mind. I won't even go there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah. So, um, so you know, this has just kind of gone too far. (laughs) I agree with you. I agree with you one hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Julie. We got Connie waiting. Connie's going to try it. She's having every time she tries to unmute herself, it kicks her out. So we'll see what we'll happens. see what happens. Yeah, now. Try, try, can you unmute yourself, Connie? There she is. Maybe, maybe. I don't think we can unmute her. Uh, I no, we can't do that. I mean, that's been a long time since you've been able to do that. Hello. Yeah, yeah there you try are. Try it now, Connie. Um, I just wanted to comment on walmart and their um their price scanning machines where you have to go up and self-checkout oh yeah adam and i have done it several times and it's it's nice i mean but i mean i can scan stuff but it doesn't tell you how much things cost and it doesn't tell you the price you know with the you know this is you know what the the total the grand total at the end and I wish they would do that if they want you to to self-checkout. But I've been to Costco, and from what I understand, they're related to Walmart somehow. And they tell the prices of the items, but they, too, don't tell the, the grand total. Well, I'll let you in on a little secret. They assume that most blind people don't shop. And that they don't need to have those features. So it's very, very important. So I think one of those will be brought up to NFB or ACB as far as accessible shopping. Because if you're there, you need to know what the prices are going to be. You know, exactly. And I, no, I'm I'm 100% for you. There's a place called Quest Diagnostics where people go and get their test or they go in and they there's a kiosk there and they're making those accessible and to where you of course can pay your bill or check, you know, to check stuff. So that does need to be accessible. And I think Jaws is getting to a little bit of that with McDonald's at those kiosks at McDonald's. But they right. need to do the same thing with grocery stores. You know, like, um, but I, but it's not just blind people that have trouble there. A lot of sighted people can't do those. They have to get a lot of help. So how easy they are, I don't know. Does your son have any trouble getting through? He doesn't, but he's he's a technical. Yeah, he knows a lot about tech. So, but he, he there is something. I mean, there was a couple of times that he's he's scanned things twice. So then he's had to get help to take the item off. But that's about all the help that he needs. It does the Walmart that you go to that has a scanning thing? Do they have cashiers? Because they, they I know they're cutting them back, but they have not eliminated them. 
It does, but you wait forever in a line. Yeah. Except if you're like a certain person we know who got one of those express cards that can get right through the line because they spend so much money, Jeff. Well, that's not me. I can tell you that. (laughs) It's not me either. Yeah. So, um, no, I don't know, Connie. That's something... That's a whole whole new issue, accessibility on these type of machines. I know they've got it on bank machines now, some kiosks, but there needs to be more. So that if you're there and you want to scan the cans and know exactly what you're paying, you ought to be able to do that. I mean, I suppose if you went to Ira, if you if you went shopping with Ira, I mean, Ira could could uh, read the grand total, maybe. Well, they could do that for you, yes. But I would think if you and I'm on that thirty minute plan like you've got, I'd want to use my minutes for yeah, more important for something else. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So. You know, it it's a unique deal. It's it's something that we're going to have to close the gap on. There's no question. That's why you always hear us on this program urge us to take advantage of the drug stores and the, as long as the circumstances allow it, that provide the uh, labeling of the prescriptions or. Right. You know, the kiosks at these places or any accessible voting you can find and you can take advantage of or, you know, the shopping or the things that you can do. The one thing I like about Walmart shopping, and it's not perfect, but you can make an order on there on your phone and you don't. Like a lot of stores will gouge the prices up. Walmart does not increase the prices as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. And that makes a big difference. And, of course, in that case, you're not using the machine. They're checking out. And you can see the prices right there on your app. You just have to watch that they might they might ship some things that you order, like your peanut butter cookies. <laughs> well, but now the, they've stopped that. Yeah, it's pretty easy to tell now what they're doing. You know, that's why. How do you know when they're going to ship it, uh, Chris? Does it tell you when you're looking at the item? It'll say items to be checked out from store or something like that, and down below it'll say shipping. And if they're available in store, it'll say uh, purchase from in-store instead or something like that. Right for a while there, they weren't delivering Pepsis here or any kind of soft drinks. But now they've stopped that, so now they are. But still, you know, you want to know the prices that you're paying. And that's one way to get around it, if you can navigate it, is the Walmart app, which is pretty accessible for the Mm -hmm. most part. And they're trying to get better about it. You know, so... You know, we just keep, we just got to keep fighting the fight. Right. Okay. Well, uh, okay, Con- Hey, Connie, did I... you find those podcasts? Did you find that pocket cast? 
the podcatcher. I haven't looked yet, but the important thing was that I wrote it down so I remember it. I was going to look today. Oh, well, you like me. If I don't write it down, it's gone. Yep. <laughs> All right. All right, Connie, Connie. All right. Thank you, Connie. Bye, bye, bye. Thank you. Bye. And do we have Charles? Maybe? Yes, Charles is next. Charles, can you unmute yourself, please? Yes. How's everybody? We're all right. No complaints. Um, good. Um, I I was uh, listening, but I didn't hear the whole thing. <clears throat> you know, they were talking about the blind shell, and it is making improvements. Wow. Did they say they have a new one out already? No. Did I hear that correctly? No, uh, not a new blind shell. A new company has come out with a phone. I think it's a little more expensive. I'll do some research on it at some point this week and come back and talk about it. But it gives you full access to the Play Store. In other words, you can you can install your own apps on it instead of. you know, them selecting what they want. But the advantage to the blind shell is they select the ones that are accessible, where if you go to the Play Store, there's no guarantee that that app you download from the Play Store is going to be accessible. So Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Um, but as long as you understand that, you're good to go. But, yep. you know, if you don't, you know, if you wanted the BART app or you wanted Ira on that particular phone, then you could get it on that particular phone. So have you tried the new Lady A with um, your Blind Shell Classic, Charles? Uh, yes, yes. Um, it's amazing. I can't believe it. I, I could be a million miles away from, from Lady A and it will open it up just like, just like I was right next to it. It's really amazing. And I think I remember, if you don't mind me saying, I think I remember, unless we're talking about two different phones here, in the access world, they had one a couple of months ago, maybe last month or a month before, about a, um, a new phone that came out. It was like 700 or $800. Yeah, they was, it was exactly. way more expensive. The only problem... And it does less than the blind shell. Yeah. Well, I think they've been reintroduced another one that might do more now but the only thing that I would have against the blind shell too would be if A I wasn't a T-Mobile subscriber or B T-Mobile did not work in my area real well it's not that I don't think people would be a T-Mobile subscriber but some T-Mobile doesn't work everywhere like Verizon does not work well in Florida where we live and we're Verizon subscribers that's some of the worst phone service I've ever seen but T-Mobile works well I know wanted to get a buy and chill but where they lived the T-Mobile wasn't accessible so they couldn't get it and they were very disappointed so you know, no, we're not we're not against the blind shell at all. Oh, I know it. I'm just against and I, <laughs> and I appreciate the fact how you how you root for the for those of us who use it because it is Well, I'm just know. saying different strokes for different folks. 
if, you know, uh, on that, you've got the ability to scan, read email, you've got a lot of different choices. And it's like everything else. It's going to take time to learn all of those choices. And I love the blind show. And, you know, I'm on that. You know, they have a group. Um, and I try to help people as much as I can on it, and, and I get help, and I make sure I thank them for it too. Do they have an um, earphone on the blind shell? Yes, they do. As an yes, earphone they jack, do. so you could plug it in. Yes, night. yes, they do, and it's amazing what they're what they're trying, how they're trying to improve it. And I know it takes time because you know it's not that big of a company, and you know what can you say? So I'm just. I'm glad they do have the blind show out because it is there is a need for it. Well, yeah, of um, course there is, and I'm not the touch is not for everyone. So as long as we all understand that not everybody's going to pick up an iPhone and can use it. Yeah, I know I, that's the thing. Speaking of that, where's your phone now? <laughs> yep, I hear I hear something there. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just wanted to check in and. I hope everything's okay with everybody. All right, Mr. Charles, we're doing good. Good, good, good. That's the way it should be. And I talked and to again, somebody from Baltimore for, about you, so I forgot who they were now. Thanks for being so supportive about the blind shell. All right, buddy. You take Great. care. Thank you, Charles. You too. No, I am... Not against the blind shell at all and understand that it fits a unique need for a lot of people. And shoot, it may be us in a few years. You never know. So, and it doesn't make it bad at all. They've got a wide range of programs and it does what people want it to do. Now, I think they're working with the Lyrae people to bring that app to the blind shell. If they can do that and Bard and whatever, well, you've got your pretty good phone there. You know? I think the competition is good, and, and variety is also good. I mean, not, not everyone is, is always able to use the touch screen. I mean, that, that, it, is a, it is a problem for people, and, and it is a, there is a learning curve with the touch screen that, that you may not have with the blind shell, so I think it's always good to have competition out there. You know, and it it works for it works for them. Now, if they could if they could find a phone that would cook my meals, I'd be I'd be real happy with that. But that's not going to happen. So, I oh. I hear you, Bill. I hear you. <laughs> Here comes my friend from Louisiana. He just got his coming into the room, Pierre. Yep. Oh, we haven't heard from we haven't heard from Pierre. Hey, in a Bill, long time. what's up? Not much. It's you, buddy. What's going on with you? Oh, not much. Uh, I was just uh, thinking about this. Uh, you know, the other day I had a, a product that uh, ended. Wait a minute. You went away or I went away? No, he's... Go ahead, Pierre. Say it. Keep, keep, keep talking. We're hearing you. Okay. So I took my summit and I, I tried to scan it and it wouldn't tell me what it was. So I got out my Galaxy tried to scan it and it wouldn't tell me what it was so i went into seeing ai and got the, their product and it told me immediately what it was well i'm gonna let you in on a little secret 
you're seeing AI on your iPhone does a relatively good job. And you're, if you ever get lucky enough to use the Google Lookout, the other programs pretty much can't do that. Maybe um, they do a wonderful job on those types of things. That's why the big scanners and things like that, they they probably, you know, I don't know why they, if it's just not in their database or what the deal is, but isn't it amazing how that little device of yours can read that? So depends on what's in the database. Yeah. Pierre, the Galaxy does have an update. Did you get that? I did, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they do have an update on the Galaxy. But they knew years, well, some it's been a few years now. The parts for it are just too hard to obtain. And right. Yeah, but they're still supporting it, though. Right. So if you need parts or anything like that, they can still repair it. And you can find them, I believe, on, on eBay if you want to buy them. I'm always a little leary about buying stuff on eBay, but um, I don't yeah, use yeah. it successfully. Remember, I bought one thing, too. It had to buy two <laughs> things to get it yeah. right. So... You know, you take what you get on eBay. It's it's what it is. I got one tap that was good and one not so good. So it just it just happens that way and there's no no guarantee. So if you get a galaxy off of eBay, maybe yes, maybe no. But I think I think that technology's come and gone. I think you know, I know they're supporting it, but when those parts go, that's the end of that. You know, I don't, I don't know how much longer they can. Well, support. they've actually said though that they will keep updating the database. Yeah, I don't know. I wish they could figure out a way to get that database usable with the phone because it is a really most. I mean, not every, not everything's going to be there, obviously, but. They do have a one huge database. They do. And, not, and it's, not as if you, it's not as if you can't buy barcode reader. You could go, go on Amazon and buy a barcode reader, but the problem is that it's not compatible with the, to make it accessible. That's the issue. Well, and the nice thing about their database is it has the cooking instructions for stuff. Well, that's right. That And that's important to me anyway. I mean, I know you can get it off the box or the package, but it's nice to have it all right there. I but think. it's a lot harder. You have to get it off the box and try to read it sometimes. Yeah, you can. Right. And, of course, you can use your computer and, and use Google to get the cooking instructions, too. However, I want them now. I don't want to have to go back to my computer when I've taken it out of the refrigerator. Didn't the there used to be room. a website? I don't think it's maintained anymore. Maybe it is. Maybe Directions it is. for me. Remember that Yeah, one? directions for me. It's still there. I don't know if they're adding to it or anything, but it is still available. What they have is what they have. You know, and and that that's a good thing. But on the other hand, the problem is, what did those what did those devices cost the galaxies new? Uh, about, I think I paid. I think I paid thirteen hundred for mine. And I'll agree with you. What did what did um, seeing AI cost you? Uh, I don't very little. Question nothing. Nothing. Yeah. No, but I, I have a question right. about 
the seeing AI, were you reading the barcode or were you reading the stuff off the box? I was reading the barcode. Because one of the things that you can do if you can't find the barcode is read the box. Because the, the in most cases, the, the same stuff that are pretty much the same stuff that's in the barcode is written on the box. And the problem with seeing AI, and I found the same problem with SuperSense, is sometimes it will read the barcode. But it, uh, in the case of seeing AI, occasionally it will have the wrong thing. So it read the barcode for my barber chicken Kiev, but it told me it was pillows. Now, <laughs> chicken, uh, I mean, it's the, the, the it's not always. It, I mean, I'm not eating. I'm certainly not, not eating pillowcases or pillows for dinner. Well, that that can happen with any of them. I actually had that happen once with the galaxy as well. So it can happen. It's not perfect. But, I mean, humans run it, so there's always room for error. But I think with the latest technology and whatever the, you know, the the case may be. And how they started out and what they did. But it's coming down to the point, Pierre, people are hard-pressed to pay $1,300 for a barcode reader. You know, so that that's part of the bottom line. If money's no object... But the thing is, when I bought it, that was the only thing out there. Right. Well, that's, that's true. right, Pierre. That's right. That's right. That was the only thing out there at the time. But... You're going to understand now you have more options, just a few more. Oh, yeah. So um, my goal is to be able to go into my freezer and pull anything out and read it. And if I can do that now, why am I going to pay $1,300 for something? Well, uh, the only problem is, like, if you repackage it because you're breaking it down, you've got to find something that will allow you to read it. And that's that what is. we've been doing. That's exactly what we've been doing. We don't break it down and put it in a clear bag and have nothing to tell, because then it would not read. We've learned that lesson the hard way. <laughs> well, it's it's doable, but I'm just saying you you got to have a way to do it. And we do break things down because we can't use those big packages of stuff. Well, how do you do it? If it's in clear bags, what do you do? Well, the you can go with stickers from way around, or you can buy the dishwasher stickers for the Galaxy or the uh, barcode reader. They work pretty well. Or you can even, if you are careful, uh, you know, you can put a, an ind a braille index card in there, and if even if you put the braille index card in a little bag or something to keep it from getting messed up, you can do it that way too. And I got some things by accident that I ended up using. They're like freezer labels, but they had little wires for them, so the label's plastic, and you can take a slate and just write on it and stick it in the bag. Yeah. And that yeah, doesn't so. get messy like, I mean, it doesn't get wilted like paper can. Yeah, so no. there are several ways, but even even your Galaxy's not going to be able to, if you don't have one of those, you know, tags like you put on them, be hard to do. Now, does Way Around work pretty well? Yeah, um, there there are ways you can do it with Way Around. They have several different kinds of things now that you can put 
on the freezer bags in different ways. And if you put them, um, you can either put them in the bag or you can attach them between the zipper and the edge of the bag so you're not actually putting a hole into your actual bag, just the rim, you know, between the zipper and the edge. They have several things that'll work. But the one thing I didn't like about seeing AI, okay, whenever you do it, I mean, it's instantaneous. It just immediately um, tells you what it is. And then it got it has more, and if you go into more, it, uh, it'll give you the nutrition and all that. But I didn't see anywhere where it gave you cooking instructions. Maybe it doesn't. Your Braille, your SuperSense AI might be more apt to do that for you. That that might be the one you'd want to use for that particular task. I think they all would eventually. Uh, I know the Google... The good thing about the Google is you can hit that more button and you can save that thing over. I use it sometimes over to the Google Drive and can drop it into my computer Dropbox or read it on the Google Drive. And I can read the instructions that way. But, yeah, that is a that is an issue. But you really can't complain to Microsoft too much about it because they don't charge anything for it. You just got it free, so you can't complain. No, no. But at least I found. Uh, oh, go ahead, Tim. Say I found that um, Envision AI or Envision works really well for reading. Well, I've been using it lately. I was checking through a bunch of old prescription bottles, and it does a super job on those. It reads it- the all the information that's there, including like the when the date it's you know can be used by and all. What that is the technique you use to get that to work? I have not been able to get that to work with my Envision um, with the iPhone app. Uh, um, how do you you have, you have to keep turning the bottle when you're reading it? Is that what you got to do, Tim? Yeah, a little bit, but you don't turn it too much. Like you know, I'd say maybe a quarter turn or less. Now, I, I will tell you, I, I haven't done it with this iPhone 14 Pro because that does have uh, three camera lenses on the back of it. So maybe it's different with that. So I've also gotten Envision to read expiration dates on food, which can be really hard to find. Yeah. No, I have it set for, and I forget, but when you get it, it's there's a thing with columns, and I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, it's a layout. It's turned off. Yeah, it's smart layout. Yeah, okay, and I have that turned on. Yeah, if if you turn that on, it works really well. It really works. What a lot of people don't realize about the Envision app is they give you different options because some people just want to, you know, use like an instant text or something like that, and they, they don't change any of the settings. And the trick is with the app, you set it up the way you want it, and if you turn the layout on... It does. Super. Yeah, I really like it. Oh, we have one hand raised from Don out in North Hollywood. Uh, Don, can you unmute yourself, please? All right, yes, uh, I think I got it. Yes, you do. Okay, well, first thing is, uh, I certainly want to apologize for my little gaffe there last week with uh, Bob. I think it was a combination of bad hearing and too much coffee. Anyway, we certainly want to uh, apologize to Bob there. Uh, this morning, 
uh, we both, uh, Sandy and I, we both been having our problems here. She she got a new roommate here Monday, and boy, she's been keeping Sandy up talking all night. <laughs> He's a, a bad case of Alzheimer's there. Uh, Sandy, are you there? Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, we've been, she's been having a problem with that, and this morning I had a number of problems that cropped up all of a sudden, so... Anyway, uh, but the main thing I wanted to talk about, I know we, our time is getting a little short here, uh, and I hesitate to talk about it because it's kind of a video thing. You know, I, I can see a little bit. And uh, so I have uh, on my computer, I, I have a, a DVD on here, but the thing is uh, I've been having trouble being able to access the E-Drive, which is what you use with the DVD. And it won't let me left use the E-Drive uh, except after midnight, early in the morning. I'm really having a problem with that. And I just wonder if you guys had any suggestions. Uh, I've had various theories. <laughs> um, that does sound a little strange. Uh, it, just the first guess, and I'll let Jeff say something I might, if you know how to, I might roll my computer back to a previous state when it was working maybe a few days ago and see if that might fix the problem. That's my first guess. Um, I've never seen a DVD do that. It sounds like either that you've got a virus or somebody's been messing around in your settings. I I just don't know. Jeff, do you have anything to add to that? No, I've never seen that happen before, except that there was a virus or something on the computer. I mean, you should be able to access the drive no matter what time it is during the day or night. Yeah, I would, I would have thought so. Well. Now, we had, uh, back in August, we had all these brownouts up here, and I thought maybe that was part of that. But uh, I have a cousin who was uh, he used to work for the city of L.A., and he still keeps track of it. He's retired, but... He says, no, that can't be it either, because they haven't had any brownouts in about a month or so. And no. So, uh, yeah. You know, really mm-hmm. So what's going on? I didn't know anybody watched DVDs anymore. That I thought they watched it all on YouTube. However, you know, it's something that, that can be fixed, that uh, it can definitely be fixed. Is it an older computer? No, well, it depends on what you mean by older. I got this one in uh, 2019. No, it's should... it was brand new at that time. So, well, if you would know how to go in and roll it back to a previous date, if something really did get hacked up or messed up, that might be my first solution to the problem. No, that's a possibility. I, I did that with the previous computer I had. We... Uh, my uh, caregiver and I did that one time and it sure solved the problem so it might be worth trying hey you've got nothing to lose yeah that's for sure yeah okay well as your uh, computer blows up you've got nothing to lose no (laughs) it'll be fine okay yeah I do stream uh, I've been doing some streaming on the regular uh, not only on YouTube but uh, there's a there's a uh, website called Shout. It has a lot of older TV shows and things on there, on it. So, One other anyway, suggestion uh, before you go, Don, and that is to take a program like Sea Cleaner and run it 
and malware bytes, they're both free. And clean that computer up a little bit. Clean all the garbage and all the stuff out of it. Especially, you know, with you running all those videos and going to those websites. Clean that computer up a little bit. It's not yeah, I've been doing it. that. Uh, I've got a program that I've been using. But, uh, of course, it's not, the you know, the same level as the ones you're suggesting. Yeah, well, this so level is first... free. Jeff loves it because it's free. Yeah. <laughs> so, but well, those two things I, I would try. Yeah, and when you well, anyway, when you, you roll it back, you won't lose anything at all. You can roll it back, so it won't destroy any of your files or anything. It'll just take your programs and your settings back to that date. So that'll be good. Okay. Yeah. Well, Sandy, yeah, you take care. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It won't cost anything to do it either. Right. Okay, well, thank you for your help, guys. All right. Uh, anyway, have a good week. All right. Bye-bye. Almost time for that famous recipe time. It is, uh, yeah, about time for that now, I guess. Well, so are you ready? Yeah. Okay, because we're getting close to Thanksgiving, I'm going to start doing a few Thanksgiving recipes, so... If anybody has any requests, they can always ask. But this particular one is pumpkin pie. Three-fourths cup of granulated sugar. Now, here comes some spices. Um, you can substitute two teaspoons of pumpkin pie spice for these if you want to. But one teaspoon ground cinnamon, one-half teaspoon salt. Now, you don't need to, you need to put that in there even with the pumpkin pie spice. One-half teaspoon ground ginger. One quarter teaspoon cloves. Now, the pumpkin pie spice will um, be substituted for the cinnamon, the cloves, and the ginger. So, anyway, you also need two large eggs, one 15 ounce can of pure pureed pumpkin, one 12 ounce can of evaporated milk, and one nine inch four cup volume deep dish pie crust and if you want to you can put whipped cream on top of it you're going to preheat your oven to 425 degrees mix sugar cinnamon salt and uh, ginger and cloves in small bowl Beat eggs in large bowl, add pumpkin, add the sugar, add your spices and the milk, and beat that up till it's mixed good. Pour it into your pie shell, and if you want to, you can take just a couple of pinches of cinnamon and put on top before you bake it. But you bake it for 15 minutes, then you're going to reduce the temperature to 3 50 and bake for 40 to 50 minutes or until knife inserted halfway between the edge and the middle comes out clean. And they say to cool it on a wire rack because it's going to be pretty hot, so they say to cool it for two hours. And um, this is the pumpkin pie that I usually make and um, got the recipe from Dave's mom, and it's really good. And I don't even care that much about pumpkin pie, but I like this. I like pumpkin pie, especially when it's warm. I love it. The problem with pumpkin pie with me is it gives me a little bit of heartburn. 
And there, if but you, it's, it's worth it, though, because it's so good. If you subscribe to the coffee club, there's also going to be directions in here if you want to make two shallower, shallower pies. Right have in you ever you. made sweet potato pie, Chris? I have not, but my, my grandfather has. My, my dad's parents used to make it some. <laughs> right. And you can always go to legendoldies.com and go down to the coffee club, and then there's the subscribe button for, and you have to hit the button and follow the process. It only takes a minute, and you're subscribed to the list. We can't do it for you. you used to be able to, but we're not allowed to, I guess, because of privacy or something. But And you can subscribe to the coffee club by simply just putting in your email address and clicking OK. And hey, Chris, then, I got a message from JR telling me I should ask you for an invitation to dinner, to have me for dinner. Huh. Chris is not even going to turn her mic on for that. <laughs> I don't blame her. <laughs> for that. Cause she that sounds like cannibalism. Cannibalism. Ooh. Yeah, if you want to have her for dinner. No, I don't mean it that way. I meant uh, what, what what Jr. said is I should have Chris get me come let me come over her for her house so she can make me dinner. I think that's what he was trying. Trouble to say. is, she'd have to keep on feeding you, and they'd have to put you up overnight. And yeah, but bubble between, between me and Dave, we probably could eat them, eat her out of house and home, right, Dave? <laughs> might might be the guest that never leaves or something. You know, oh, uh, I'm not that bad. I'm, and you'd have, <laughs> I, I know. Yeah. I've, 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 I've I've met people like that. Believe me. You'd have to feed. You'd have to. Sleep Sleep with the cat. Well, I think the cat probably enjoys sleeping with Chris and Dave, I'm sure. Yeah, so. Now, see that. No, she sleep. We have a. We have this perch. It's mounted in the window above, above our the bed. headboard. It's above the head of the bed. And, and that's where she sleeps. Oh. She wouldn't be caught dead sleeping with us. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not since she was a little scared kitten. Then she did, but now, no way. Does she get upset when you get up earlier than you should? No, but she gets upset if you don't go to bed when she thinks you ought to. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's like having your mother around, right? In a way. Yeah, they do have their little routine. Or if you leave the windows open and she gets Oh, yeah, cold. she doesn't. <laughs> she'll, she really carried on about that. Yeah, we got Tim coming up in just a moment. He'll be on for two big hours of your request. Hey, Tim, we did a show after yours on Monday. The guys got together, and we did an all-request, organic Halloween show. And people seemed to like that on the legend. It was all-request. So, they, some of those songs were very strange, let me tell you. <laughs> We're going to try something if people are interested, and we probably won't know till we find out if we have listeners or not. But at some point, and we'll let you know when. We've talked to Bill about it, and it's not going to. We're not going to do it during anybody's show, obviously. But we're going to run Cinnamon Bear again this year. I'm glad well, it's, it's you a Christmas running it. Thing. I'm glad it's you running it. <laughs> I did it one year. No, thank you. But a lot of people seem to like it, or one or two do anyway. So, well, if if you have an imagination, it's really cool. Or if you have 
It's it's kind of a kid thing, but then everybody ought to try being a kid at Christmas. So. That's true. We're gonna. Yeah, aren't you a kid at heart, Bill? Uh, of course. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> of course, but cinnamon bear stretches at him <laughs> to the point. You know, I played it so much when we were selling old time radio, and we had to deal with it. I'm over it. I'm over it. It's, it's an old <laughs> show. It goes back to the 40s, I think, or the 30s. I'm not even sure how old it is, but it's been around a long time. It's been around a long time. Too long. I remember when Tim used to run the Chicken Man. Oh, yeah. Chicken Man used to, you know, I, I thought I would get in trouble seat. from selling the Chicken Man, and they were referring people to us to buy the CDs. Remember that, Jennifer? Yeah. Uh. I said, well, at least it's a collection, and you've got it all. So, CBS Mystery, well, that was another different matter. Hyman but, Brown was very protective of that at one point. Uh, but uh, there's a guy named David Von Payne on YouTube who is uh, putting them up there, and no one seems to be hassling him about that. I know, but back in the day, it wasn't such a good deal. Now... It come out of the woodwork. They find the Lone Ranger. You couldn't play it anymore. Suspe- you know, a lot of those shows, somebody obtained a copyright to where you couldn't play it. Kind what of was crazy. that one from Canada Nightfall? Oh, yeah. That was a good show, too, but they we couldn't play it. No, I leave it. No. You, you didn't want to mess around with them. And the Canadian government was very strict about that. I don't know why so strict. He didn't fall under the loophole there, Jeff, let me tell you. No, I'm familiar with Canadians. Um, not that I've ever done anything with Canada, but I'm familiar with other people who have, so I'm familiar with that. You know, so yeah, that's it. So we're just about almost uh, let's see here. If we're just about out of time, want to thank the panel. 10.59 th- and 39 seconds. Right. want to thank everyone for jumping in there and really helping out today and stretching this out and making it work. We had a great time. So thank you so much. I'm going to look for what we got to do, and we'll give it over to, to Tim. So have a good one, everybody, and thank you so much.